This is Underground Radio.
This is Underground Radio on CFMU 93.3 FM. Good morning, first up, Sin. See you in a bit. This is a short and first wake-up call for you. I'll tell you a little bit more in just a moment. But first, please enjoy this selection from Tripper and the Wild Things. This is called Caramel.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is First Stop for CFMU. You, this is a little bit of an unusual uh, switch for me this morning. <laughs> Mainly because uh, you may have noticed, but the uh, the first wake-up call didn't quite go up. It was sort of a mocked-up version around roughly at a 6.17 timestamp this morning. Uh, but that's on me. So, uh, well, good morning, and... Um, well, you've got your extra fifteen minutes of snooze uh, if you if you've just if you're just joining me this morning. Uh, before we continue with anything, first off, uh, just to introduce myself in case you may be uh, new this morning or you've maybe somehow just uh, tuned into this frequency or joining me online from cfmu.ca or just about any streaming source. My name is Jomar, and I am the fellow that hosts first up. And just a fellow, more so, not not so much just as a host for First Up, but here really ultimately to join you this morning, just to get your morning going for this next little bit. So uh, we have uh, in exactly about three or so minutes a feature for uh, something that I would definitely love to share with you uh, as I will start to get into some of the uh, details for today's episode. Uh, but before we get into that, first I just wanted to introduce with you, uh, to you as well the, uh, the song that you just heard. That was from Tripper and the Wild Things with their self-release and self-titled album of a recent, and that track was called Caramel. So, that today, uh, well, uh, what did we do last week? <laughs> I know we had, I, th- I believe it was Hélène Caron. It's funny because I think I've lost all sense of time this morning for some odd reason, you know. I'll, I'll think that whatever I did last week seems like much longer ago than it just being last week. So I certainly have been trying to recall. I know I actually came across it yesterday and I was thinking, hang on, what week are we on today? Is it going to be the third, the 10th? Is it, did I do this last week? Am I going to do this feature? So I just wanted to make sure that I had all my features down properly, but I do. Today we're going to have a feature very shortly, actually, in just about a few seconds. Uh, I will probably just queue up um just a quick station identification in case you were not convinced that this is CFMU. Uh, uh, but uh, basically what will happen is I'll be playing something from uh, what I did with a great fellow by the name of Sarah Williams Habibi. She hosts a show here on CFMU on Thursdays from 1.32 by the name of Ability. Uh, a wonderful show, wonderful program. You should definitely check it out. Uh, it Just as an, in a nutshell, in, as you will hear in uh, in the interview that I, uh, wonderful conversation I had with her, uh, it it is actually a show centered around disability and uh, folks who experience, uh, f- uh, and especially music, from artists with uh, experiencing and with experiences of or currently experiencing disability. Uh, and so she will go into uh, more in-depth, uh, more depth, rather. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right terminology to word it. Um, and uh, yeah, that should be interesting. Now, actually, before I get to that, I I've, I mentioned uh, very quickly that this is supposed to be about getting you started. First off, how are you doing? Maybe is the first question I should have asked you at the uh, you know to to kick off. I usually kick off every show just to really see how things are going and uh, just to make sure that you know when you, while you're up or even if you're listening to this at any other time of day, hopefully you're going to be you're having a good day. If you aren't, well, it's going to be getting brighter. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm here with you. And we're all here with you. Hopefully, uh, things will get better. Hopefully, your past week was well, too. Maybe I'll probably just quickly plug a few things out of the past week, and then we'll get right into the interview. 
Although I don't want to hold it up too much because I know you're probably very excited to hear about this and you may not be as excited to hear me rambling on about the past week. But uh, let me see what fun uh, things we've got happening. Uh, well, what did happen? The weather's been interesting, I'll say. Let me just start with that because I know we came off yesterday. Uh, to, for some context, today is the 10th of February, Monday. And uh, yesterday and the day before were very interesting for, in terms of weather patterns. I know Saturday we uh, just plummeted down into one of the first or one of the the only times this season we've actually hit negative uh, double digits. I think it was about, in most places, roughly in the mid-teens, mid-negative teens, with uh, without wind chill. Then if you factored wind chill, it was going to probably approach minus 20. But then uh, yesterday, it just shot up in terms of warmth. Snow came down, yes. There was some, some rain in some cases. Uh, and uh, But then here's the funny thing. I, and I, I was telling people about this yesterday, that uh, when... I think it was, uh, it was yesterday, yes. <laughs> See, this is what I mean by sometimes you lose track of time when you're just, um, you know, uh, trying to recall things. So for my case, yesterday, I, uh, when I found out that it was much warmer out, or at least it was not as bad as minus uh, whatever, it was the mid-teens, mid-negative teens, I stepped out and said, let me try and chip off. Because at my place, the ice accumulates really badly, especially around stairs, the rest of the stairs, and uh, the driveway of my of my house here. So I went and decided to just try to chip off as much ice as I could. And I said, now is the perfect opportunity to try and clear off the ice. I don't think there's anything else coming. It'll be perfect. So we're going to have a nice, uh, nice, clear sort of driveway or entrance coming in and out of the house. Little did I know, and this is funny because it all changed in the matter of a few hours. So I was out all day or most of the day in the uh, in the morning, uh, early to late afternoon, and it was just clear um, clear in terms of there was no precipitation, just a cloudy sky, and it was good by me, and I said, I have no problems with it. So I went and spent the day outside. Then I come back home, and then I, I had another function or uh, event to take on. I had to step out again for the evening. Went out by that time, though, and guess what? I look out, and... Everything that I had cleared up was all recovered back in snow, and it was getting thicker and thicker by the second. So that was really fun. Absolutely an interesting time. Anyway, uh, hopefully, um, if you are stepping out today, please take care still, because there are some patches of ice still out there. Um, I know when I was out, it was um, it's one of those things where the snow yesterday it was very light, dusty, fluffy, so it would all melt off very easily. Now, that being said, there are very slushy patches out there, and some that are so thin, the, the ice and the layering is so thin, that you can't even... Um, you can't even tell there's ice there, and there is ice there. So just take it easy out, whether you're driving or you're walking or cycling or whatever mode of transportation you're taking that involves contact with that road or sidewalk. Just take it easy out there. And, uh, yeah, anyways, without further ado, which I should have probably done about four minutes ago, uh, right after this break, very, very quick one we'll be taking, uh, you will be hearing from my conversation with Sarah uh, that took place earlier, not too, not too long ago, actually. It was a very recent uh, uh, interview that I did. So hopefully you enjoy, and I will catch you in just a moment. Uh, if you, firstly, aren't quite convinced with uh, the fact that we are CFMU. Well, I, I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. There are simply too many notes, that's all. Just cut a few, and it'll be perfect. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. 93.3 CFMU, seriously redefining radio for over 30 years. This 
is my boomstick. This is 93.3 CFMU. Joe Mar here with you and uh, back with another interview. Uh, today, I've got another special guest in, and uh, she is the host of Ability, which airs on Thursdays from 1.30 to 2 right here on CFMU. And it is my pleasure to introduce to you Sarah Williams-Habibi. Sarah, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I didn't butcher you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it. It was perfect. It was perfect. We were re- I'm, I'm, I wasn't really rehearsing like crazy before we did this or anything, but it was just, uh, just to make sure, because I always make it a point. We were actually just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Just, I always make it a point to try and make sure, although even if it's just for one singular time I'll be saying someone's full name, I get it as best as I can if I've got oh, the yeah. opportunity. So. It's like almost a sign of respect Basically, a little bit. You know, so it's it's always nice. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Anyway, so to get things started now, maybe we, we'd like to, you, you rather would like to introduce yourself a little bit. Go sure. ahead. So my name is Sara. Um, I am the creator and host of Ability which is a radio show here on 93.3 that plays music by artists who have experience with disability in some way, shape, or form. And we talk about a lot of things related to disability. Um, I try to have a lot of guest hosts on my show who have different perspectives and different experiences just because my disability is so broad. It encompasses so many different things that one person, although their experiences are valid and they are experiences you can't represent every single experience with disability with one person. Absolutely. So that's what I'm trying to do and have a lot of different people on to just kind of talk about a lot of different issues and topics and to also maybe share their perspectives and experiences as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually, that show just debuted this past year, I think in November, October, somewhere about that time. Yeah, it was November. I think it was the middle of November. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really exciting. Yeah. So how's it been going? I mean, I've been tuned in every once in a while, but how do you think it's been going so far? Well, I think it took me a while to get used to talking on air. Uh, For a little while, it was very much like word vomit. (laughs) But (laughs) I think I've like kind of got the hang of it and gotten a bit more comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And then, of course, there was... There's always some technical difficulties, which I'm still getting the hang of, but I think I'm getting a lot better at handling what's happening and getting more comfortable just speaking coherently, That's fair. which is good. Well, you know what happens to me on occasion, too, where I actually know a lot, actually, more often than you think. <laughs> if you ever if you ever come into, if you ever come and sometimes listen to the show that I do on, on Monday mornings, it's it's brutal some mornings because <laughs> one is, you know, you, you sometimes, and I'll admit, sometimes you're not fully awake at that time because oh, this so is 6 a.m. you're talking about, right? <laughs> and um, and sometimes you get that. There's sometimes the uh, the thing where, again, the microphones or something, some mm-hmm. technical issue. And we've, we've had some interesting times these past few weeks by the time this, uh, this is being recorded. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, it, it, it really is just, you got to keep, keep doing it. I remember, I remember we were on a conversation actually, I think when was it last week or some time ago about just interviewing in general. You remember oh, yeah. that conversation? Right? I was like, I'm going to Google how to interview <laughs> right now. This isn't working. <laughs> Because, like, what I'm trying to do is, like, just have a conversation instead of, like, an interview. And I think that's what a good interview is, a conversation. And I had kind of a show where, like, it was still really good and the people on were speaking really well. I just didn't know how to kind of contribute to it. So I was asking a lot of questions and I found it very disjointed. I so. See. 
I think I'll stick with the conversational piece, <laughs> and then hopefully it will turn into some sort of interview. I, I was going to say, how did that how did that Google search turn out when you did I, it? Did I any actually, any useful information sorry come out? I didn't actually end up googling it. I think I forgot. <laughs> like I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and then That's I think okay. I went home. And I went it's to okay. Bed. <laughs> yeah, but I will probably Google it eventually. I'll be like, do I want to do homework? Nah. <laughs> This is, it's time to Google things. <laughs> well, hey, it's a productive Googling session, a productive break if you're looking for a, a study exactly. break. Very Productive possibly. procrastination. <laughs> Always. <laughs> no, but you know what? I've and, and out of all the interviews I've done, at least the ones, all the interviews, it sounds like I've done this for years. No, I've only done it for just about a couple. This is, this really would only be not even more than 20 of my interviews. Not even, not even. So just, I'm still a very relatively new one. But a lot of the, the things I've done so far... The recurring theme is just that there's always, there, you know, conversation might actually be an art in itself entirely. Yes. I think there's a certain uh -huh. art, not even just to talking, but to, to reading. We were actually just in a, in a meeting, a staff meeting just today, and we were talking about, you know, uh, there, there, there was some mention. And I actually, did this come up in my interview with, uh, with Hélène this past week? I'm trying to recall. I think it did. <laughs> and it's yeah. all kind of coming together where um, there, are, there are two different, two, two various, two different worlds of this thing. One is um, the art of just being able to talk, you know, being able to converse. The other is being able to read. You oh, can actually yeah. totally have a completely scripted show, but there are, there's somebody who could be able to deliver it you know, flawlessly without even making it sound like it's their own conversation and somebody who could, you could clearly tell it's a script, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely one of the people who you could tell it would be oh, a script. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. So, hello, <laughs> my name is um, Sarah, no, Sara <laughs> Williams, Habibi, yeah. Have you gotten any sort of feedback in, in sport that you're willing to share about that? About, about my... About your show or anything that you may be interested in, in sharing? Well, it could be positive, it could be negative, whatever <laughs> you think, or funny, whatever you think what you'd like to say. Well, so far, I've, like, people have been like, oh, I listened to a little bit of your show. It really sounded like you were new to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> and then I think my dad listened to the first show, and he was like, Sara, these are some things that I want you to take account of. <laughs> And I was like, okay, it was my first show. Well, <laughs> you just you know, cut yeah. me some slack. But no, yeah, the feedback that I've mostly gotten is it sounds like you're new and that's okay <laughs> because you are new, which is like true. Well, you know what? What I mean, you know, at least what's, what's nice about it is that you've got, a, you still have a long, great opportunity to be able to continue to develop yourself and to yeah. see whatever your best style is, what you'd like to do with your show, how you'd like to take on guests and that sort of thing. So... No worries. Yeah, it's all it's all good, and this is what this is what CFMU is here for for you too. You know, right? No, yeah, we're all we're all here for you. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to get to actually, what I probably should have asked first is how your show even began. What came? Oh, what okay. what brought you to the idea of bringing ability to to CFMU, even just to create the show entirely? Oh yeah, so um, you know Olivia, Olivia. Fava, yes. is that how you pronounce her last name? Fava, Fava. Actually, you know what? She's she's probably gonna <laughs> she's probably gonna attack me when I come outside. By the time she realizes I butchered her last name, uh, I think I think I said Fava, but I I, okay. I really seriously. <laughs> so Olivia, who does another show, so our community outreach coordinator, that might be the better yes. person to say. <laughs> yes, Olivia, the community outreach coordinator yes. here um, at CFMU. Uh, she used to host the show Rainbow Radio, and it's about like 
sharing music by artists who um, are in the LGBTQ plus community. Yes, that's right. And so when she told me about it, it was like, I think almost a year ago. And I was like, hmm, it would be cool if I did something with this ability. It's like kind of the same concept, but it would just be with a different equity seeking group. And then I just forgot about it for a while. (laughs) And then I was out with Olivia and a couple other friends at a board game cafe, actually. And we just like got talking. And um, what she said was like, oh, wait, no, she was talking about the radio. And I was like, oh, I had an idea for a show. And she was like, oh, okay, what was your idea? And she has told me that she was like expecting something like, oh, like I love like folk music and like all this like artsy stuff. Uh (laughs) But I told her my idea of just like having a radio show that voiced or like gave exposure to artists who have disability or who have experience with disability because there are a lot of... um, additional barriers for individuals who have that experience absolutely and she was like oh my goodness like that sounds really cool and she really helped me to realize it and as I was filling out the forms and I like kind of was like cooking it over and stuff like that I just kind of started reforming the idea of the show where I was like okay I don't want there to be just music because I keep ranting to my mom about disability-related things, and it's clearly not doing anything because I keep (laughs) ranting to her about the same things. I need to do something about this. So it's almost like a form of me being like, world, listen to me. I have things to say, and I'd like people to listen. And then I also realizing that what I have to say is one person's perspective and one person's experience, and that that is not representation of is that is not a representation of everyone else who is either in a similar situation to me or a different situation or has experience with disability. So that was me being like, hmm, we need to get more people to kind of voice their perspectives on these issues and topics. And I also have personal experience with them, but I am not someone who's in disability studies. So I don't have a lot of the knowledge that I think I would like to have when talking about it. It's very much me studying it out of interest instead of me studying it like, like in- as, as a full out, uh, like a full out degree in study and such. And exactly. so, to, I mean, I guess, I guess you're, you're sort of acknowledging that you may not ex- necessarily be like a very qualified individual, but you take interest in it and you probably have exposure to mm-hmm. at least, you know, being in, in, in contact with maybe with uh, friends with people who may be, you know, with, with yeah. a disability, I suppose. And, um, and actually, you know, I, I, you mentioned guest hosts and I know Olivia actually did come on your show she once did. as a guest host. Yeah. And no, I was sorry. I would like to go back. Like, keep going, keep going. About like what you said about me not necessarily being qualified. I do think I am qualified to host the show. I do have experience with disability. So I have experience with like being friends and being part of the disabled community here at McMaster. So I've been exposed to a lot of other experiences, but I can really only speak from my own experience. That makes sense. So I am qualified in that sense. But um, in regards to a lot of the theoretical things, that's where I've kind of... I'm involved out of interest, but I'm not necessarily coming from 
a place of study when talking about like the medical model of disability or the social model. This is just me being like, these are some things that helped me understand disability for me. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we could put it that way. I mean, I was, I I know I was trying to think of it in in, in the right (laughs) sense, really. I I knew exactly what it was, but uh, but I couldn't quite come up with the right word that that came in mind. No, exactly. Sort of like not so much the professional kind of uh, uh, study of of disability or anything, any of the the sciences or whatever, the theory, I guess, guess Mm -hmm. repeating what you're saying, basically. Um, But more so just, at least that portion you mentioned, you just maintain an interest in that. Mm -hmm. But but you do have a lot of experiences in and out of uh, of things related to things and people related to disability. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good way of fair enough. You know, I but yeah. but at the same but. time, you know what? I I basically kind of just stole your line because <laughs> no, it's okay. no, it's it's this is one of the things that sometimes even when you're when you're when you're brought you know when you're trying to do these conversations and such, it's like how am I supposed to be able to reiterate it or be able to understand it properly? Right? Am I mm-hmm. going to reiterate the whole thing or am I going to say it in part and such? Exactly. Tying right back to our interview conversation. <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah. But hopefully I will gain experience in the more theoretical and studying aspect. I see. Okay. But that's more of a future grad school uh, thing. But uh, we'll see what happens. That's an interesting (laughs) endeavor to take on. Speaking of which, actually, now we're talking about experiences. I did, I did in in sort of when I was preparing for this, I came across some things. I think you did some high, some, some disability related work in high school, didn't you? I did. I, so, hmm. How do I phrase this? So when I was in (laughs) high school, I, so I'm dyslexic um, and that's like can be categorized as a learning disability. And so that's very much where my experience with disability comes from. Okay. So in high school, I didn't really identify with disability or with dyslexia until I started talking about it and people were very much like, you don't look dyslexic. And like teachers were like, took me aside and were like, I never would have known that you have a learning disability. And I was like, this is not okay. Like no one knows anything, or at least the people that I've been talking to who have not been exposed to dyslexia or any form of disability, they like really don't know anything. (laughs) So what I did was I did, this was very much stemmed from frustration. Like, please uh, understand okay. this. <laughs> that I was just like so done. Um, that I did this. It was called the Dyslexia Awareness Campaign in at my high school. I think in it was in grade eleven and grade twelve, mm-hmm. and it was basically a Dyslexia Awareness Week where. Um, the first year I spoke to like everyone, which was an interesting experience, I was like, these are all the misconceptions and you guys need to check yourself and also understand what they are and what dyslexia is. And then um, we had a day where everyone wore like red or like a piece of clothing that was red. Um, and yeah, so that went on for two years. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so that's what I did in high school. It doesn't does not continue at my high school because I made the mistake of not trying to get someone on to continue it. But also it has to be someone who is, first of all, has experience with dyslexia and second of all, is comfortable taking that on and sharing 
that experience with the school like if it comes from a neurotypical individual it like is kind of icky like it needs to come from someone who understands personally what's happening i see like nothing about us without us yeah (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) but um yeah so it, it hasn't continued but i've made a lot of good connections with the dyslexic community who like in Toronto and in the greater GTA. Oh, wow. So yeah. So sort of wonderful venture altogether out of, out of the, the very valid frustration you probably had. Oh yeah. It was like, I was so frustrated. But, you know, but you've probably, you've probably come across this in conversation though, that, you know, not just dyslexia, but many other, and many other such uh, either, either learning, um, um, uh, I guess I could. I guess I'd, I'd be safe to say disabilities. Yeah, and such. you can say. Di- and, thank um, you for because I want to make sure. Because yeah. you know there there have been a lot of there has been a lot of speculation and things about the terminologies to be used these days and mm-hmm. and what is considered to be a valid term, what is considered to be you know uh, that may hint at some kind of. Um, not so much being derogatory, but it can can offend potentially somebody oh, of that audience. Definitely. Like a lot of people are afraid to say the word disability yeah. just because of kind of the connotation. The connotation. That's has. the term I was. Yes. Um, but what I would say to that is like, yes, be mindful of the words that you say. Disability is a super loaded word. You're right. You were like completely you did the right thing kind of like hesitating and understanding that sometimes someone may not um like the term learning disability absolutely because how someone identifies with disability is completely different for everyone absolutely like some people identify as having experience with disability like i could just identify as being dyslexic and not have that learning disability aspect and just be like i have been identified by the clinic by the clinical psychologists or by the medical model as having a learning disability but um, I could say that I specifically identify as dyslexic so you're right like disability the word you need to be mindful of how you use it because it can bring up a lot of different things for a lot of different people but I usually just say this is a word that we have come to identify with as a community and it's okay to say but if you are talking to someone who is part of the community just be mindful of the different experiences that they may have had with that particular word interesting absolutely so So how would you suppose then and what would you advise is probably the best way to take on you know, whenever you whenever you have commitment. But here's the thing, too. At the same time, at, at what I guess what I was trying to get at before, not everybody is can visibly be seen, you know, whoever may potentially have any such, you know, a, a disability or anything of the sort. It is some things are visibly, you know, readily seen. Others, not so much. Yeah. So, but, yeah. oh, go ahead. So there's visible and invisible disability. That's what kind of the terminology is. Um, and I... When you say, like, have disability, what I usually do as, like, a blanket term is just, like, individuals who have experience with disability because that's a pretty, like, good way to just be, like... Have experience with disability. Yeah. That makes sense. Instead of mm-hmm. sort of sort of placing them as if it was a possession and they, 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 they you know, they had to take ownership of... Yeah, which I find really weird because, like, a lot of people are like, oh, you have a learning disability, but it's weird to possess something that you physically have in your being like I've my brain is different than yours that doesn't mean I necessarily have this condition it's like a little bit complicated it's I find it weird Mm -hmm. but also know that 
yes, I am part of the disabled community, but um, a lot of the things I'm saying about how to correctly go about and word disability is coming from my perspective and my own experience. This may not be a good way to go about it always. This is really just from me. So this isn't anything like we have stamped this with our approval. Like this is just yeah. me. So like, <laughs> okay, I keep see, this I in see. mind when you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. But I mean, and, and I guess there are so many possible interpretations. And, and I guess that's the unfortunate thing. It can be fortunate or unfortunate that there are so many different interpretations to one thing that you can't simply just generalize it and just say, this yeah. is the one, as you, I guess you put as a blanket term for everybody. But I kind of like that though. Taking it instead of making it sound like the ownership is with, with, with the person who has experienced it as, as opposed to just saying that they've experienced it, maybe. Well, yeah, there's like the medical model and the social model yes. of disability. And the medical model is very much like you are deficit and you have this oh, condition. Gee. And it's yeah. like not really a healthy way to look at Absolutely <laughs> anything not, no. in, or at least something that someone is like it's within their like core being. Like, yeah, like it's, it's like that can be very downputting, I think. If, yeah. If, if somebody were just to hear that straight up, you know, and they get the sort of like a diagnosis on it and they say, oh, well, here you, you have, you have this. And so yeah. I mean, it doesn't it's sound, like, doesn't sound very yeah, good. Yeah. It's like your brain is problematic. It's oh like, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> well, you are problematic. Yeah. No, so, there, no one is problematic. <laughs> Some actions can be go. problematic. Absolutely. But no yeah. one <laughs> themselves is problematic. That's, that's, that's <laughs> very, no, that's, that's a very good positive message. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I'm sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. It's okay. About. No, I, I seriously think we were just coming along the term. Now, maybe I'll yeah. tie it back to your show because you've probably had, well, out of how many weeks now since this is about, we're, we're ending January now. Uh, that would put you on uh, somewhere maybe on your 13th or 14th episode or something maybe? Or I 15? think so, but I've done a lot of replays of <laughs> me being like, Olivia, no, that's I'm fair. coming in late. That's fair. Or Olivia, fair. I have exams and she is like my go-to person to be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Things are not what they seem. <laughs> How was your show today then? My show today... Well, surprise, surprise, I was late. <laughs> but um, oh boy, I thought it was really good. I, um, I like something that I do struggle with is being comfortable speaking and using language just because traditionally it has been you have problems with language. And so doing that in front of other people and on air is something that I am like very mindful of but I think it's I'm becoming much more comfortable just speaking and talking about what I have to say yeah and it's always really helpful to have someone else's perspective who also is in the community um and share it with them so I thought it was a really good episode for the the portion that I was there absolutely yeah so yeah I thought it was really good and I think just the exchange of being able to hear and you know not obviously when I mention exchange you're probably thinking of like a negative sort of a confrontation happening there. No, <laughs> no but sort of like like you know good. when you really get to get to hear different sides and or, or not even different sides but just other 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 perspectives and because I'm now now again I'm putting sides as if it was something like where there's like a, a good thing and a bad thing or uh these connotations we keep associating with with things like that but just uh, being able 
able to just to hear different the different um, perspectives. I guess perspective is a better term. For no, me. yeah, <laughs> different perspectives. Absolutely. Yeah, like none, all of them are valid because uh, all come from different experiences. Absolutely, right? So it's yeah, it's all good. <laughs> any particular any particular highlights out of your show so far? Any anything that's、Ooh. been the best and the worst? I think for every show I've had now, I've been asking anything that's been the best and the worst. I forgot to ask that actually to the last one I had, <laughs> but I'm gonna catch her because we got to do a part two with her. So、um, anyway,、okay. for your case though, did you have any? Do you have any notably um, um, any notable highlights? So, I mean, it's probably really early to tell because you've probably only had a few. Well, I think a couple highlights would be just kind of starting to listen to a lot of music that's played or created by artists who have experience with disability. It's very like I. Have discovered so many new groups that I'm like I love them so much.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely a highlight.、Um, another thing is just I think I wouldn't have a lot of conversations with the people、um, that I've brought on the show about disability if the show didn't exist. So that's、yeah. also a highlight.、Mm-hmm. And another highlight is having a place to kind of voice my concerns in a way that I feel I'm being heard. Because、mm-hmm. I think a lot of things in when it comes to like students who have experience with disability, a lot of the time we are listened to, but it depends on the person. If it's something like、um, someone in disability studies or the equity inclusion office, like I definitely feel listened to. But when it comes to more institutionalized forms of、um, I don't want to say oppression, but like going about things, okay, like student accessibility services or talking to professors. A lot of times, I don't feel like my concerns are being heard,、um, just because it's such a huge system that I. It definitely feels like there it's getting lost, and just ranting to my mom is feels like I'm at a dead end. So having the ability to voice what. I think I what my experience and my perspective and what I feel is very problematic and what needs to be said in an institution at McMaster is something that has been really freeing for me. Even though、yeah. sometimes I have some trouble getting it across on air, but it's so far. It's it's been good. No,、oh, that's good, and and I mean at least you get to get it out there rather than you know suffering in silence or. Res- res- or resorting like, yourself to just being frustrated. Absolutely, and then you know you, you can't you can't vent it anywhere else, and that sort of thing. No, and this is this is this is again just the wonders of CFMU. I guess we could kind of tie it to plug the station. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> CFMU it, you know? is great. You know, no volunteers are always、uh, always a wonderful time. You know, and all the different shows that come through. But、um, but the, it's it's experiences like these that really make us feel accomplished as a station because you know we get to, we get to listen to all these the, these、uh, these wonderful voices and to hear what you have to say really and、yeah. if anything and, and, then, and then the opportunity to get to to bring people on and to to share theirs as well. I mean your your show I've I, when I when I've tuned into a few not to say that I haven't tuned out of the out of the show but <laughs> it's okay whenever I <laughs> whenever I get the opportunity to listen I always listen right throughout because they're they're, they're wonderful they're very informative they're great so at least I'm going to give you your your positive feedback. Thing、oh, for today.、You. There you go. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, that's so validating and affirming. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Is there anything you're looking forward to moving forward with this show? Hmm, I am looking forward to 
voicing more of my frustrations <laughs> or not frustrations <laughs> my perspective fair enough fair enough which um, may involve frustrations potentially <laughs> yeah which w- will likely involve frustration <laughs> um but i think at this point i feel much more comfortable talking on air and in this setting because it does take a bit of time to get used to it that makes sense so yeah. i'm excited to actually be comfortable sharing those experiences now yeah um and like you said like another plug for cfmu like i feel like super welcome and very um included and listen to, which is something that is really amazing to have. So. I'm glad to hear that myself as well now, because, you know, it, it validates, because we, we always hear tribe. I, I feel like I'm as if I'm, you know, I'm a full-time <laughs> sad, <laughs> but really, <laughs> but really, no, no, in, in, in all, in all reality, it really is. We try to make it as welcome of a place as possible. Mm-hmm. It's a place you can drop by, whether you're, you know, whatever you may be up to, you could be just a student who's looking just for a place to just chill yeah. or whatever the case Listen is. Listen to some records. Or open <laughs> Don't get me started on that. That's a whole fun, uh, fun topic to start talking about, you know, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, just, just the joys of coming by the station. Um, there was something I was going to uh, bring up, but, um, is there anything else you want to throw into this conversation? I think because we are probably running running a tad short on time. Okay. But, um, um just another, I think I already said this, but like, yeah. All of what I'm saying, excuse me, that's disability related, Um, whether it is like how to approach or say disability or kind of like talk to someone who has experience with disability and being mindful of the words that you use um, comes from my own experience. This isn't something that's like coming from the whole McMaster community and having a stamp of approval being like, we, as the disabled community of McMaster, approved this message. This is very much based on my experience and um, my perspective. So keep that in mind when you are listening. Absolutely. Um, just because there are so many different experiences with disability, listening to one person and saying this is okay is like, not okay. <laughs> well, but at least, at least I suppose it's, 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 it's one, one, one perspective you get to hear. Exactly. Anything. And uh-huh. then to be able to take it. And yeah, uh, and potentially with, with future shows, it could be more, uh, we'll be talking more about, you know, interviewing and such yeah. as we had in our original. But, uh-huh. um, but yeah, um, I think we're just about hitting the end, uh, the uh, the end because I know you've got some stuff to take on actually today because <laughs> um, this is an interesting sort of time slot that we had this this uh, interview in. But thank you so much for doing this, uh, Sarah, for joining me in uh, today. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. It Absolutely. was great to voice more of my There you go. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can catch more of you and uh, more of your perspective and potentially some interview things we get to do, <laughs> you know, in terms of all the all the all the skills and the art of interviewing. You can catch Sarah on her show, uh, which once again is Ability, airing on Thursdays from one thirty to two, right here one thirty to two p.m. That is right here on because we have AM programming, <laughs> so Ooh, yes. uh, some shows do run in the AM. So you want to make sure it's one thirty to two two o'clock p.m. right here on ninety three mm-hmm. three CFMU. So there's that. Yes, one thirty a.m. I will be sleeping. <laughs> so one thirty to two p.m. <laughs> oh man, and there is a show that goes on at one thirty to two a.m. I think that's so or cool. 12, I think it's twelve to two, but regardless, Ooh. they're still they're still over. We Ooh. run twenty four seven at the station. You know, so. I support, and if I'm ever up at that hour, I will listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, thank you once again so much, Sarah, for coming in. Well, thank you so much for having me again. Okay, thirty seconds to air. 
Hey, just wanted to quickly drop by before your regular program host returns for their segment. I'm one of the production fellows in the background. We're never usually on the air, but we just wanted to express our thanks to you for your continued support for all the work we do in production, sports, music, community outreach, and on air. We'd really appreciate it if you could continue to spread the word about us. Hey, feel free to drop by, too. Don't forget the call sign. Oh, this is 93.3 CFMU. We're also live at cfmu.ca. Take care. And we're live. Good morning. This is the second wake-up call here in 93.3 CFMU. For first up, my name is Joe Mar here with you this morning. And long last, this sounds so glorious today. It is the 10th of February, if you've just joined me now. Uh, and if you've just tuned in before this, uh, you heard a selection, or at least really an interview that I had with Sara of Ability, which once again airs on Thursdays. More information to come on that. And we still have about half an hour's worth of music, so I'm looking forward to sharing that time with you. Stick around, stay tuned, and I will be back with you in just a moment. Which really is now. <laughs> um, not to say there was anything distant, but anyways, uh, thanks once again to Sara for coming in uh, and uh, joining me and, uh, and accepting to be able to do that interview, that conversation, which was absolutely wonderful. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can totally catch her on Thursday. Once again, that's 1.30 p.m. to 2, uh, right here on CFMU uh, at cfmu.ca and through just about any streaming method that we have that uh, allows you to listen to our programming live. And also um, podcasts because uh, we actually have archives uh, to introduce, uh, if, if, if in case you're new and if you'd like to get to know a little bit more about some of the mechanisms and functions we have at uh, here at CFMU, we have the great pleasure of being able to get our shows podcasted. So uh, you get basically not just the previous week, but up to eight previous weeks of content, which is absolutely wonderful. Let's say I listen and I, and I tell myself I want to listen to First Up and I find that I haven't listened to it in seven weeks. Well, don't worry because the, the podcast from seven weeks ago is actually still there. And uh, yeah, you can totally check that out. Just go to your, uh, your favorite show's show page on cfmu.ca. There is a little icon, depending on whatever me, um, medium you're looking at, whether it be a tablet or a phone or a computer, I believe there is an icon on the top right corner that looks like a calendar page. And from there... You can access all of our show's programming. There's also a tab, I believe, on the main page that does say shows if you'd like to look through that means. Uh, but I usually use the little calendar in the top right corner. Anyway, uh, now it's time to start talking about how things have been going. Let me tell you, they've been very interesting. Um, hopefully, uh, if you've joined me, hopefully you're having a good morning so far. If you've just joined me, that is. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a fun time with the folks for the first wake-up call because I actually didn't even do it properly. <laughs> Uh, it turned out that I I, I found myself, um, I think I, I, I slept through my alarm this morning. Admittedly, I will admit it right now at, at this rate. And um, it was an interesting experience because of the fact that I somehow previously, not that now, you see, here's the thing too. I, I didn't, I set myself up for this in a sense that I couldn't quite draw myself to sleep last night. And uh, I found myself up and just sitting there waiting to see if sleep would come. Never did. But I think the problem was because I was doing things that kept me awake as well. So quick PSA, in case you're looking to try and get yourself a little bit jolted, uh, or at least give yourself that just that wee little bit more of a push of energy for this morning, uh, or for any morning for that matter, sleep is key, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know, don't fall into the trap that I did. Although I may sound like it's perfectly fine this morning, uh, trust me, it. Uh, I, I can feel it in my eyes and so sort of in my mind. So I... but. 
Now, between you and me, although <laughs> this is radio, so um, you've probably heard that basically now the, the whole world would have known it now but this by this rate. But nonetheless, I just say that sleep is important and, you know, whatever, whatever means you can, even if you don't think you're going to feel like falling asleep but you want to go fall asleep, just lie down or sit down or find yourself in a comfortable position or whatever your comfortable position is and see, just, just don't even try to fall asleep, just let your mind wander or something. And that's, I mean, I'm no, I'm no medical professional or any sort of qualified professional by any means, but certainly at least in whatever method it may be that works for you, just don't go ahead and, uh, lay down, try to catch it, rest if you can, even little periods of rest. You know, I used to be, I used to be known for, as a kid, uh, for somebody who would never fall asleep, uh, in a, in a car or in a moving vehicle or just never wanted to rest actually sometimes i'd tell myself that or at least i only only this was known to me not uh, not too much to my parents and my siblings really <laughs> but um it was sort of a thing where i was feeling tired but because i was known for staying awake i did not want to fall asleep and i think that may have done me some not really worked all too well in my favor at the time i didn't realize it because it wasn't as bad of an impact that i didn't have to get up so early back then or at least not that i was aware of but now when I find myself trying to, you know, I, I don't know if it's better or worse that I that I uh, not really succumb to uh, succumb to it, but uh, sort of just let it come to me or something like that. Now I don't know if it's doing me good or worse, but nonetheless, just quick PSA: sleep is good for you. Now another PSA. Speaking of PSAs and just general um, things of of the sort, I recently heard that uh, sort of a piece of uh, I guess downtown history will be sort of before us soon. It'll become history, like absolute history. Uh, I heard recently, and this is still rather astounding and astonishing to me, that Chibi's downtown, the uh, the store on King Street, just, um, just east of John, they're closing down. Uh, in case you may have seen some folks around uh, lately with a bunch of Cheapies bags, or at least uh, a greater increased presence of them around while you've been walking, that's because, yes, they are, they've are they been announcing a store closing sale. They've been just selling everything marked down, and uh, it is pandemonium in there. Wonderful pandemonium because of the fact that everything is being sold, but it's very, very sad to hear. And it's a very, it, it came by surprise to me. I just came across it by word of mouth and uh, saw it for myself, and I said, this is unreal, you know. I'd I've only been here for about really three years, if you count just the time that I started uh, at Mac 2016. But Cheapies has very quickly become become one of had quickly very quickly become one of my go to destinations, and I I loved going in there. It really was sort of that that wonderful record shopping feel, and I always found some I found some pretty good deals there. It really, and um, in fact, I have an album here right now that I left in its shrink wrap. So I actually. Not too long ago, as you can probably hear, this shrink wrap that I have in my hand right now actually just tore it open now, and uh, just to make sure that it was playable. Um, it's a used record, but um, Cheapies uh, is well known for shrink wrapping everything uh, new and or used, which is wonderful. It keeps the records protected, and you know, at least for that particular purpose. And I guess this is a perfect segue now into that. But but. Uh, before I get to the song, uh, I'd like to quickly plug a little article because I know recently, funny enough, or interestingly enough, uh, Olivia, our community outreach coordinator, um, she released an article not too long ago. Um, 
it's uh, sort of a, a, under under the title of Music Maps. If you want to go check out some of our blogs at uh, or some of our blog posts at, on the website at cfmu.ca, there is one that specifically is about record stores. So do check it out. There are many wonderful places to go now that this is not just not this is not generalizing cheapies in any way shape or form it cheapies in itself is a unique and wonderful place to go and it has been for the past years that i've been there and most certainly for the past years of history it's been in existence since about 1978 since the 80s give or take and um just yeah at least if you'd like to get to know some other great ideas of places to go or if you're just looking to simply get started you know, and uh, to try and uh, have a little fun in in the world of record shopping, you can check out that post. I believe it is something called about five record stores you should definitely check out, or something along those lines. Anyway, this record that I have here is from an artist by the name of Kenny Rankin, and uh, Kenny Rankin is uh, uh, sort of a an interesting um, figure in terms of the release of his music. This album that I have is probably one of his more well-known ones, and it's very critically acclaimed by critics and listeners alike by the name of Silver Morning. This was released in 1974, and uh, this album, and, and in, all, in a review that I'll be quickly just quoting by all music here, it says, um, let me just see, oh, it's loading, great. <laughs> uh, anyway, it says here from all music, uh, this uh, album, Silver Morning, uh, where am I? Here we are. <laughs> you gotta love when your phone just turns off. Anyway, at the height of the singer-songwriter period, Rank, uh, Kenny Rankin, that is, quietly became one of the key voices of the genre. Silver Morning ranks as one of the best and most representative albums of that time. And, you know, this this track actually has some covers of other more popular songs of the time, Gordon Lightfoot's Pussy Willows, Cattails, um, The Beatles' Blackbird from Lennon and McCartney, Penny Lane as well, and uh, as well as uh, some of his originals. And this one I'll be playing is one of his more well-known originals, I believe, off of the album. Something, a little something, by the name of Have We Met. It's been covered a few times by some artists, and uh, some. it's a very well-known jazz one, and it's just got a really nice light feel to it. And so I'll let you have a listen, and let you enjoy that experience right here. This is First Up on CFMU. I've ordered some rain for tomorrow The sky will be sunny but wet And out of nowhere you're suddenly there And I say, yeah, pardon me haven't we met? I've ordered some sunshine with showers And I've got my scenery set Right there with a thump Our umbrella's gonna bump And I say, yeah, yeah, pardon me Haven't we met? Accidents can happen And into chance to get my hands on a little romance when two hearts collide and I know that's just how it happens 
with Besides You, that was from his most recent album, Softy. Appearing on our charts as well this week, I believe it's been sitting up there. A uh, wonderful album, absolutely. The great uh, local, actually, he's right. He's out of here. He's a Hamilton-based singer and uh, songwriter himself. And uh, and this is his second uh, solo effort uh, following 2016's Ladies on the Corner. And he sort of really explores an interesting, uh, an interesting sound in this particular album. And just before that, you heard from Alexandra Savior. That was called Soft Currents from her album, The Archer, which was released very recently as well. Uh, Alexandra is a 24-year-old that hails from Portland, Oregon, and um, really put this one together, and it's this really, really wonderful-sounding one as well. I think I'm going to really check a lot of her mu- more of your music out as well. Now, just before this little music break we had... Um, Actually, in case you've just joined now, let me just uh, let me just uh, um, clue you in on the, the previous song too, which was from Kenny Rankin. Um, that was uh, called uh, "Haven't We Met" from 1974. That one was from his album "Silver Morning." Now, back to what I wanted to talk about, uh, and again, in sort of continuation of all the things I mentioned uh, about uh, cheapies earlier. Um, Actually, well, let me let me start with PSAs. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll let all the all the interesting things for this week come out later on. So first off, just a couple more things uh, in terms of I guess we were talking about PSAs and uh, sleep. This one is another very important one. I think I still should bear mentioning a couple of things. First off, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do the community related matters because this is very important stuff. Um, there haven't been any news uh, as far as I'm concerned, anything about it. But regardless of the media of the news or any of those updates out there. The uh, great story, or the the story, the developing, and all that that has been going for the search efforts of Holly Ellsworth Clark are still active, and I believe they're still in effect as we speak. Um, if they are, and I'm pretty certain that they most likely are, um, at least the other option being that hopefully she has been found safely, and uh, it's just awaiting public uh, announcement. But still, regardless of the situation, whatever is happening and whatever is taking place in the efforts of uh, of Holly's um, searching and being found, uh, hopefully to all those who are pitching in, first, once again, a continued thanks from me on behalf of so many that uh, really are, are, are in and looking to try to 
to help and to, to contribute to all the organizations out there, to the uh, to the people, to the individuals, the community. Really, just once again, thank you so much. And uh, and I mean, and also, I guess I would hopefully be able to appeal to Holly's parents as well in this. And uh, there are people, and as 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 you may be seeing in, in cooperation, as far as I'm concerned with what I've been seeing so far. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I just uh, hope for all the best in these search efforts, and uh, that uh, that she will be found safe. She'll be found. Uh, uh, she'll be found well. And uh, also, yeah, just. Uh, Hopefully all, all all goes well in that continued search, and uh, hopefully she will be found soon if she hasn't already been. Now, the second piece of business is that well, something coming up later on for the station, which is, uh, for our case, our annual fundraiser is coming up very soon. Now, we will be on the air, and um, shows will be pledging on the air for your support, uh, for your financial support, and uh, just just listenership, really, and anything and everything, really, because we, 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 I mean, there we really just appreciate anything and everything you can provide and donate to us. Those will be coming up in the, in the span of the next... Uh, Give or take about um, end of April or so, somewhere around there. And uh, even now, if you ever just are willing to donate or just to provide something, just to contribute, or even just as a token of your thanks, you can always uh, come by. You can send it in. Send an email to Jamie Tennant, our uh, program director, or to Sandy Bendari, our administrative director. So for Jamie, it would be J-T-E-N-N-A-N-T at msu.mcmaster.ca. And uh, Sandy would be B-H-A-N-D-A-R-E at msu.mcmaster.ca for more information on any of those things. Now, uh, to the other interesting pieces of information for this week... Uh, well, Valentine's Day is this Friday, so um, I don't know if you have any plans for 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 what you may be doing then or beforehand. Uh, I know. Well, actually, what am I doing? I don't even know at this rate. I will be here though for certain Thursday, Friday. We'll find out what happens. Um, but also, interestingly, uh, and something that I guess uh, really appeals to me because I come from the city. This is my home, uh, my uh, sort of my original uh, hailing place. Uh, I I sort of call Hamilton sort of my second home now too. Um, a great figure. Is will be turning 99 this Friday. That figure is none other than Hazel McCallion, the legendary former mayor of Mississauga. Uh, she's a wonderful character. She's an interesting figure. And, you know, I, I really looked up to her. I really look up to her now still for just how well she managed, at least for a good majority of the time she was in office. And, you know, even now for the fact that she is still very much active and about, she chairs in places. She is, um, I believe she is the chancellor of Sheridan College in Mississauga, the Mississauga campus, and uh, does a lot of work with students and uh, politicians and elderly alike and just people of all walks of life. So I really got to commend just a wonderful person, a wonderful personality, and she's still going strong, really. I don't want to jinx it, but she's really going strong because um, how many people in their late 90s going about really on 100 could you see that active right now? And she, she is very active. Her mind is still sharp as ever. I remember I was watching a video about she had a, she had a little party, a very small celebration in her home uh, with uh, friends and family, close friends and, close fa- and family and such at her place, and she just 
there was no hesitation when they were in it, when the when the 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 news the media was interviewing her she just really delivered and you could tell she was just really up there at it she quoted you know uh, how old do you feel that she doesn't feel like 99 she felt like she was 29 and so it was a wonderful time to hear that anyway one more song we've got time for now and uh, we were on the topic of records to kick off the first set with Kenny Rankin this is a record that I wanted to play last week but I think I'll feature now and I don't want to put her aside again <laughs> because otherwise I'm I'm just going to feel so bad um, this wonderful musician in, in terms of talking about very influential people, because um, Kenny Rankin had sort of an influence in, in the 70s as well. This person had an influence on the late 60s onwards. She goes by the name of Laura Nero. She wrote this album, or she sang and she composed rather a lot of these songs when she was, I believe she was 21 or 22. And this is one of the most influential albums of the, 21st, uh, the 20th century, that is. She has paved the way, or at least been an inspiration to many musicians onwards. The list could go on. I couldn't name many off offhand right now because it's just so numerous she was a genius of a, comp- a, a composer a singer songwriter this is one of the songs off of this very crit- highly critically acclaimed album uh, eli the 13th confession and uh this is a track by the name of lou she really just had a wonderful sound to her and you'll hear why and this well, this is one of the tracks and yeah just enjoy this listening experience need i say more not really this is Lauren Arrow right here on CFMU.
And that there was Laurie Nero, 1968. <laughs> I forgot to mention the year that was, late 60s there. Uh, Eli and the 13th Confession, wonderful album. I think I should feature more because, well, for me, it's just one of my favorite albums now of all time and uh, all that great stuff. But um, I'll, you can check out more on the show page on cfmu.ca for this, at least for the episode that will be coming up very shortly, right after um, this being about 7.29 right here at this time on this 10th of February. Uh, in case you're listening from the distant future, that is, near or distant. Anyways, um, this is about the end of the program, and I thank you so much for joining me this morning, if you have been, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, the rest of your week, I'll catch you next week. Happy Valentine's Day in advance, and happy birthday in advance to Hazel McCallie at 99, 99 and strong. This has been First Up for 93.3 CFMU, broadcasting live out of McMaster University, right out of the basement of the Student Center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, thank you so much, and I will catch you next week. You're supposed to be working on that essay or studying for that exam. But here you are again, scrolling through Facebook. There's an argument in the comments section of your friend's post. There's more cute animal videos than you can ever watch. You pass by the same memes over and over again and just want something new. Well, we might just have what you're looking for. Check us out on our Facebook page at 933CFMU to be the first to see updates on our latest content. So if you're not going to bother studying, spend some Facebook time scrolling on our page. You may have heard about CFMU, 